Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another fantastic, just fantastic episode of the Gamer uh, GX Gamer Cast. Fuck, I always fuck that one up. God damn it, I'll get it right someday. So yes, this is our first episode taking place on Monday. Yes, we are going to be having the Gamer Cast every Monday from now on, no longer on Sundays, just because uh, I'm going to repeat myself again. Just wanted to spread the love of the podcast all around, like a nice. Nice peanut butter sandwich. You know what I'm saying? I just want to spread that across the whole Wonder Bread, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, yeah, so here we are. It's Monday. It also gives me a little bit more opportunity to enjoy my weekends a little bit more and get, you know, just then I can actually play some. Then I don't have to do so much recording all the time. It's not that I don't like it. I do. I just like to spread things out. But anyway, so as you can see, maybe from the title, if you are able to read, if you're blind, again, I apologize for you. That is that is terrible. But here, listen to the calming, soothing sounds of my voice. Anyway, we are doing a current video game, a game that was released this year. I am going to be talking about it. No, this is not a retro-only podcast. No, this isn't. We don't limit ourselves like that. I'll talk about whatever the fuck I want. It's my podcast. I'm going to talk about video games. I'll talk about wrestling, and I'll talk about fucking fucking hockey if I want to. And sometimes maybe I'll even talk about drugs. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. But, um, yeah, I got tons of drug stories that I can do, and I would like to do a podcast about that one day. But if I start, if I do four podcasts a week, I'm, I think I might faint. Uh, on top of I'm doing daily uploads on YouTube, so I'm a busy, busy boy. I work full-time job. I have a house to maintain. I have cats to maintain. No children, but two cats. They're a handful. And, um, yes. So, I, I don't know if I would do a fourth one. That would be more for, like, a special occasion. If anyone really, really wants it, you can let us, you can let me know on Twitter, or you can message me at my email address. It's all down in the links below, so be sure to go check that out. And uh, while you're, while I'm saying that, make sure you go check out the previous episode of the GX GamerCast. We talk, I talked about my, one of my favorite games of all time, Metal Gear Solid 4. That was awesome. I had a really good time talking about that game. And yes, that itch, that Metal Gear Solid itch is still there. It's clawing at the back of my brain right now. It's like, play Metal Gear Solid 5. And it's like, I will, dude. I like, I, I've tried, like I said, in that uh, last week's episode, I have tried uh, three times to get into Metal Gear Solid 5. My first uh, try was quite good. I got like 15 hours in and then I just dropped off, tried to get back into it again because someone at work said they were really enjoying it. I'm like, fuck, maybe I'll get back into it. Tried again, got a few hours in and it was just like, nah, just wasn't wasn't there. And then I tried a third time. I mean, it was a barely a try, but I literally turned it on put it in and then fucking I think I started it up and I was just like no I don't just don't know what's going on man I know that would I'm gonna like that game a lot I just haven't gotten around to it so yeah if you haven't gotten around to listening to last week's episode make sure you go back there and watch listen god damn it listen to that episode Jesus okay so let's get into the opening part of these gamer casts so let's talk about some of the games I'm playing didn't watch any new movies this week so we're just gonna be video games and currently I am playing one two three four five video games at the at this current date, I am still playing through Two Points Campus. Uh, I put that down for a few days, and I actually just picked it up today. Started playing. I only have two levels left, so I'm on the second to last level. I'm still enjoying it. I just wasn't really feeling that at the time. I just wanted to play some some of the other games that I've been playing. And one of the other games that I've been playing is Amore. So again, this is kind of what I uh, what I would call a hidden gem. It's on Game Pass. You can download it for free. It is a RPG. Uh, very much so, very, very similar to Earthbound. So if you loved Earthbound, if you liked Mother, if you liked quirky, weird RPGs, this is right up your alley, bro. I highly recommend you go check this one out. I'm about five or six hours in. I'm not deep, deep into it, but um, good enough to get an understanding of what is going on. It is a very unique, uh, different RPG. I have not played anything quite like it. I mean, like, it plays like your typical RPG. It's just kind of the other parts of it, the story, the characters, the way that it is. I don't know. It's something you're going to have to just go out and try. I highly recommend you give it a shot. If you are an RPG fan, an old school RPG fan, it's got a old um, Super Nintendo-y style look to it. But uh, it's very, very good so far. So good. Very unique story going on to it. The characters are all very, very charming and cute. Um Yes, again, it is free on Game Pass right now, so if you have Game Pass, I'm telling you, Amore, go check it out, really cool game. Uh, my friend and I just started playing Halo Reach uh, this past weekend, I have never 
uh, played through the entirety of Halo Reach. I believe my buddies and I, we all got it back in the day when it came out. We played the campaign once all together, and then we just went off to multiplayer and then probably just ended up going back to Call of Duty because that's usually what would happen. Uh, none of my friends, only one of my friend Cal got into Halo with me. No one else really got big, big into Halo, so yeah. Uh, I've enjoying, I'm enjoying myself quite a bit with Halo Reach. I, um, yeah, I guess I haven't really been playing a lot of shooters lately, and yeah, it's just a blast playing with my buddy going through Halo Reach. Uh, it's it's good. Like there was the the one sniper level in it that we we did. I really really enjoyed that. I just love sniping bitches up on cliffs and like oh yeah, it was so much so much fun. I can't wait to play some more of that with my buddy. And uh, I have a Nintendo DS game that I am playing right now, a Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. So yes, this is a bit of an oldie. I think it came out somewhere around like 2009 or something. I remember uh, a lot of buzz around this game, a lot of hype. It was very well reviewed, well received, and all this stuff. Uh, I never got around to it. I was never... I always had handhelds, but it was mostly just for Pokemon. That was usually the only thing I would get it. I would get for the most part, and usually when I would go out of that boundary, I usually wouldn't like it that much. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't hit very many good. Uh, D I don't have very many DS games, uh, but yeah, I've been going back and trying to uh, get back into some of the old DS games that I missed and 3DS games, stuff like that, and that was one of them, and so far, dude, I am absolutely adoring this game. It is awesome. It is, it is the, the Paper Mario game that I've been craving to get um, since I played the, the one on N64. I've never played A Thousand Year Door, but this game is, is very kind of similar to that, especially the combat which is excellent. Uh, you got to press the buttons at a timing so you can do more combos. Dude, if you haven't played this game and you really loved Paper Mario, I would highly recommend you give this one a shot. It's very unique. You're like controlling Bowser, Mario, and Luigi um, kind of all at the same time. You'll like switch between screens. You'll be controlling Bowser on the top screen and Mario and Luigi on the bottom. You're literally inside of Bowser and you're like traveling through his fucking intestines and all that shit. It's very, very cool. Uh, pretty charming, pretty funny. I wouldn't say so far. I haven't, I'm not too, too far, like maybe four hours, maybe five-ish hours, something like that. Um, I wouldn't say it's as charming and funny as the, as Paper Mario, but, uh, it's, it's right up there. It's very, very good. And it's very pretty looking, I must say. Um, for a 2009 DS game, it, it looks fantastic to me. I am really digging the art style in that game as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be continuing playing through that. And last but not least, I am still playing through Disco Elysium on my YouTube channel. I am doing daily uploads over there. So if you have not heard or played Disco Elysium, I highly recommend you go over to the YouTube channel. Link is down below. You can watch me. I think I already got like what over 50 episodes of it up over there already. So you got tons of content to go over there. If you haven't checked out Disco Elysium, I highly recommend go, go watch it or just go buy it because it's one of the best story crime mystery games I have ever played. Extremely funny. Very, very good game. I, I love it. This is my third playthrough of the game, and uh, I must admit, I don't do that very often with games. I do not replay games very often. Once I've played them once, I'm, I tend to just put them down because there's too many games out there for me to play. And uh, no, dude, I can keep re revisiting this one because there's a lot of meat on the bone. There's a lot of different ways to play this game. There's a lot of different paths you can go down, different decisions, different play styles. It's a very highly replayable game. I highly, highly recommend. If you have not heard or played this game, look into it and buy it because it's fucking awesome. Or just go watch my YouTube let's play of it because it's I'm having a great time with it. And yeah. All right, baby. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. We are talking live alive, live a live, whatever the fuck you want to call it. This game popped onto my radar and my buddy's radar out of nowhere. This game just, the first time I saw that, I was like, wow, what the hell is this? And I just looked at the art style and I was like, wow, this is right up my alley. I was like, holy shit. And uh, actually two of my friends bought this game and, and the one got through it really quickly. He was like, you want to borrow it? I was like, oh my God, yeah, because it's like, these I do not buy new games, man. I just do not. I have too many. There's too many old games that I need to play, and there's a lot of old games that I haven't bought yet that are cheap. And I, it's just how I go, man. I, it's very rare for me to buy brand new games unless I know I'm going to get a lot of bang for my buck. The last brand new game I bought was Elden Ring, and I definitely got my bang for my buck on that one because I got like 130 hours of 
incredible gameplay out of that game, and I, w I would love to revisit it one more time someday, but... Oh, that's just a hundred hours of gaming. I don't know if I want to do it all over again. It's not that I didn't love it. I absolutely adored that fucking game. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Okay. What was I talking about? Live alive. Okay. Yes. Don't, don't buy new, I don't buy new video games, especially like I live in Canada and new games now with taxes and all that are damn near a hundred dollars now. And I just, I'm just, I just refuse to pay that much money for video games. Um, the only time I will bite that bullet if I really, really have to, is Nintendo games because they tend to never, they rarely go on sale. And yeah, the, the only, the next one that I can easily say that I'll be buying day one will be Breath of the Wild 2, whatever the fuck they called it, whatever the hell the name is. I will be going out and buying that game day one because Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time, one of the greatest games ever made, in my opinion. Maybe one day I'll do a episode of that because, yeah, well, I'm definitely going to be doing episodes on Legend of Zelda games because, yeah, I, I, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a given, right? Okay, so let's get into Live Alive. So this is going to be, uh, a, 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 what do you, what do you call it? An, ex, um, I don't know, my, my experience review and stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a score at the end and, um, but for the most part, I'm just going to talk about my experience with this game and if you don't know what live alive is it is a remake of a 1994 super nintendo game that only was released in japan that got a remake it got a fully uh, updated graphics and more i imagine i didn't look too much into that but it looks gorgeous and um yeah it's they it finally made it over here to north america and europe i imagine and uh, it, I, as far as i know it's been a huge success it's reviewed quite well and uh, it got my my friend's attention, who is not a big RPG fan, and he played it, and he really enjoyed it. So that's great. I'm very happy that he's now getting into the RPG game because, dude, there are so many incredible. Like a lot of my favorite games are RPGs, and and probably my favorite genre is RPG, RPG open world RPGs, especially like Fallout, Skyrim, stuff like that. Really, really love those kind of games, and of course, I love my classic. 16-bit RPGs, turn-based RPGs, grid-based RPGs, so on and so forth. I love RPGs. Okay, so let's get into this game. So this game is, uh, the unique part about it is that you have seven different campaigns you can choose from. So you got seven different little stories, and um, yeah, dude, it's it's a lot of fun. So what, we're, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to talk about each chapter of the game in order that I played them in and we're just going to talk about each chapter and uh, I'm going to keep it spoiler free I'm not going to spoil any of the major major things because I won't do that to any new games if it's an old game like over 10 years old then yes there will be spoilers within it because you've had your chance damn it and uh, but this one's a brand new game so I won't be doing any spoilers for that maybe down the line sometime in the in the late late future or something, or you can just ask me on Twitter if you've played this game and you want to know my opinions on the ending of it, and and so on and so forth. You can go over there and we can chat on Twitter, or we can chat on YouTube, we can chat wherever you want. Um, but just letting you guys know, I won't be pulling out any major spoilers in this game, so you are safe to go ahead and listen. So let's get into this. Welcome to Live Alive. Da na 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 na. Okay, there you go. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know why I did that. I felt like there was going to be music that would just play behind me, like the orchestra would just show up, and they would just be like, "There you go. There's a nice little." Oh, thank you very much. Anyway, um, so the first campaign that I I took on in this game was Twilight of Edo. So this one is uh, you play as a shinobi. I named mine Ryu. Uh, he's given an important task. He must venture into a castle to free a prisoner. You can be merciless in your playthrough or have heart and not kill your enemies. All right, so let's talk about this. So we're going to do story, graphics, gameplay, and then just like some playthrough notes that I had written down while I played the game. So the graphics, they're gorgeous, dude. I'm going to say that about every single campaign because this game, it has absolutely gorgeous graphics. Gorgeous 16-bit sprites with like a beautiful 2.5D background. And this one takes place in a Japan setting, and it absolutely blew me away, man. Like, <laughs> it was so freaking beautiful. It looks so fucking good. It is the best-looking uh, 2.5D fucking 16-bit sprite-based video game I've ever played. Is that's a that's a mouthful. Um, but it kind of reminds me of the way uh, you move around in Paper Mario. How you can like kind of go walking towards the the background and stuff. I don't know. It just kind of gave me that. Uh, 
holy fuck, I, I am lost for words right now. Okay, so let's go to the gameplay. So, you play as this badass-looking shinobi with, like, some wicked-ass lettuce. Lettuce means hair. I call that's a Canadian thing. We like to call hair lettuce. So, he's got some wicked-ass lettuce. He has a variety of ninja weapons you can use. He's got elemental magic attacks. And then the way that the battle system works, you uh, you move around on a grid, grid-based system, and you got a couple bars that fill up when you move, and when it's full, you can do an attack, and that goes the same for your enemies. Once their bar is filled up, they can attack. Uh, depending on your attack, it has, like, different range of effects. Some of them are, like, in a, in a square. Some of them are directional, and uh, it's kind of similar to, like, chess, you know, how different pieces have different movements. It's kind of similar to that with your moves. Some moves go all over the place. Some fill up the whole entire board. So, yeah, you got a lot of... Uh, it adds a little bit of strategy that you have to be in the right places on the board to do certain attacks. So, there's some strategy to it there. Some moves that you can use uh, fill tiles with hazards. Uh, you can use, like, fire and water, and um, sometimes they hurt you. So, you can, like, cast a fire thing, and it'll take up, like, eight squares, and whoever's in it it'll do like 20 damage to you but sometimes like um depending on the person it, you could put down water and it heals you so there's again a little bit more strategy that you can add to that and after every battle your health is refilled which is like it's, it's interesting you know I, I it helps i guess like it doesn't really make any sense that you're, you just get all healed up after every battle but that's what it does um i like the battle system i thought it was pretty cool uh, it took me a little bit of getting used to at the beginning, uh, but once you start to understand it and stuff, it's actually, actually quite fun and satisfying to take out like a large group of enemies, at least in this campaign, because you're, for the most part, by yourself. But in other ones, you, you get partners and stuff. Uh, the animations for the moves are really sweet, and there are quite a few moves to use. Sorry if you hear my cat. She likes to smack the ever-living shit out of the litter box when she uses it. It's very loud, but I apologize. You have water and fire attacks. You can use your samurai swords, of course. You get some cool items you can use, like fucking ninja stars and shit like that. The game also tracks, like, how many lives you've taken. That's kind of like the gimmick. Uh, I tried for about 10 minutes to be stealthy. You get this, like, weird thing where you just put up, like, a fucking mirror curtain or whatever, and then the people can't see you. But, um... Nah, I, I needed the XP to because uh, I was getting my ass kicked in this one, so I just started slaughtering everybody that I saw. And uh, yeah, the 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 what do you call it? The stealth element in this campaign was really not good at all. I just found it didn't work. But yeah, now let's talk about some of the music. So great music in this level. I really really enjoyed it. It goes very well with the Japan setting, and the voice acting was solid. No no nothing bad. It wasn't incredible, but it definitely wasn't bad or anything. And then some notes that I had while I played through this game. I picked this story first because you know, Samurais in Japan. I fucking love that shit, so it was a no-brainer for me. Uh, some kids, like, there was this kid, and his dad totally gets stabbed in front of him. The kid's like, oh my fucking god! And I had to, like, I was like, whoa, wait, hold up a second. I had to go check the ESRB rating on this motherfucker, make sure I, well, not to make sure, I was just wondering if it was, like, M or something. But no, it's just T for teen. But, uh, yeah, that was a pretty uh, cool scene to happen within, like, the first ten minutes of the game. Then there's, like, these fucking five ninja dudes. They were really funny, but my god, dude, they kicked my ass so many times, because, like, you're, you're fighting five on one, and, like, I was just getting slaughtered because I was just I was still trying to figure out how the hell to, to use the battle system properly, and I was still learning things. Jeez, but, um, yeah, then they throw, like, five fucking ninjas at you, and prior to that, you're fighting, like, one, maybe two guys, and, yeah, they killed the shit out of me. There's, there's like, a map you can use in this, in this campaign. It was fucking completely useless to me. I could not make heads or tails of that thing. It was just, like, it was the most pointless map ever. It did absolutely nothing. And then the, you get the fight against Ode Lu was freaking sweet. He's the final boss in this level. Every every campaign has a final boss. Uh, he turns into this fucking like disgusting creature. I absolutely loved the design on that. He looked like a he looked like something out of freaking um, what do you call it Metroid or something. He just looked like an alien or something. It was definitely um, I wasn't expecting something like that. And at the end, I chose to go with, like, the samurai guy instead of staying. You'd get, like, a little option there. You can stay or go. I decided to go because, yeah, I'm just, why wouldn't you? I'm just, I'm just going to sit here and fucking rot or what? 
Um, by the end of the game, it said I killed 25 people in total. That's that's pretty good, right? You know, that's not that many. It's double digits, but I didn't hit 30, so I, I felt like I did pretty good. And it took me roughly two hours to get through this campaign. Uh, it was a lot more difficult than I was expecting, but I, I liked the challenge of this level. And I, I, I liked this level overall. It was okay. I don't know if it was actually hard because you'll notice uh, I'll say this about I don't say this about any other campaign. This was the only one that gave me a challenge and I'm going to probably chalk that up to the fact that I didn't really know what I was doing with the battle system yet, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid chapter, a good place to start. Next chapter that I decided to do was the distant future. Um you also get to uh, your levels that you gained over the story. It carries over to the next story that you start, which is nice. I, I believe that was the case. Um, I don't know if it... I don't know. I, I feel like that's right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. So the story on this one, you're in vast space. So you're out in the freaking... You're out in orbit. You're out in the middle of fucking in space. You're aboard this freighter ship. Shit goes down, and a robot and his, and his inventor must make sure they make it home alive. A beast is released on the ship, and, and you and the crew have to figure out what the hell is going on. So, right away, you're getting some, like, alien vibes. It's very, very cool. Uh, the graphics, I like the sci-fi look of this chapter. Very, very pretty. Like I said, it just reminded me of Alien, which... I'm not gonna lie, I watched Alien for the first time last year. It was fucking awesome. This this Halloween, I want to watch Aliens because I haven't watched that one yet either. Uh, the gameplay you play is this like little adorable robot. Oh my god, he was so freaking cute. He's got his little glasses on. He wears a little backwards cap. Oh my god, he was so cute. And I also noticed that. Uh, this this little dude, uh, the little robot, he looked, uh, he had the exact same design that he did in the original 1994 game. It's probably just because it was so fucking cute and so perfect. Uh, I called this little robot my companion cube. Uh, you're mostly just walking around, doing little tasks and talking with the crew and hanging out with your inventor and stuff. Uh, there is a game within the game. It's like a little fucking computer game that's there you can play. It's called Captain Square. It's basically just the fighting system like the normal battle system because this game doesn't have any of that there's no actual fighting in this one which is unique right but they do add in this game so if you are craving more of the battle system you can go ahead and go through it i only got through a few levels of it i i again i wasn't very good at the battle system yet and then a monster breaks breaks out into the it gets released into the um what do you call it the spaceship and you need to like run from it whenever it's in the area with you so it's it's a little scary, you know, not not too bad once you like figure out how to run through it and shit. It's not that bad. Then you get like this little pry bar thing which can open up locked doors and grates so it can help you get get around and uh, once you unlock the grates it'll help you go underneath the monster and stuff if it's around. So it's kind of like little shortcuts. Uh, it claims that it only has a few uses before it's dead. I didn't even get close to that thing getting dead. I wish I used it more, but that's just me. Uh, the music really like the music it uh reminded me of like Mega Man. i had like a Mega Man vibe to it for uh, like the more intense parts and then uh the, for the most part it was like pretty subtle music because i don't know it was kind of a that was the vibe of the of this one it was like kind of creepy a little mysterious you know so they had that kind of music going on and then in certain sections it would get like pretty intense and really eerie because it's just a weird shit is going on on this ship and it's not just the alien that's on there there's, there's other shit going on um the story of this of this uh chapter is the star of it for sure i i really really enjoyed the story as it was unraveling the characters were really cool uh darth was a total douchebag to me i tried to give him some coffee and he just fucking kicked me across the room he was just being a total douchebag but uh he's one of those guys he actually ends up being like all right by the end but at first what a total dick i hated him so much uh, there wasn't much to the gameplay, mostly just running around, talking to the crew, trying to piece together what's going on. Uh, occasionally, you would have to run away from the beast or whatever and do like a little bit of puzzles and stuff, but it, there's not, there's no battling at all unless you play that the game, like I said. Uh, the final boss in this one looked awesome, as, as 
as per usual, but he was an absolute chump. Took him out in three turns. You know, I was like, oh, okay, this that wasn't too bad. This one took me roughly three-ish hours to get through. I enjoyed this chapter a lot. Was um was a really big difference from the first one that I played. It was more gameplay, fighting heavy, and then this one was the complete opposite. And I really enjoyed this one a lot. A lot of people, a lot of my, my two buddies that I played, that they both enjoyed this one a lot. And of course, I'd love to hear from you guys. If you played this game, which chapter was your favorite? I imagine there's going to be a lot of different ones, but um, this one here wasn't my favorite, but it's more than likely a close second, I would say. I did really enjoy this one. Next up, I did prehistories. This is fucking. Uh, you play. I you play as a young little cave man boy. I called him Scary Terry. He uh, he's finally allowed to go hunting in the wild with his monkey buddy dude. Uh, they don't talk words, they just do like grunts and sign language, so it's pretty <laughs> Stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? They use their powerful smell, they got like this really incredible sense of smell, they get to uh, help them get by in the world. Then this like girl sneaks into your cave and you get a huge crush on her instantly, and you need to keep her hidden and fed from all the other cavemen in there, because I, I don't know what they would do to her if they found her, but... Oh, I think it's because she's a, like, I don't know, she's a princess or some shit, I don't really remember. Um, eventually another tribe comes looking for the girl and you get kicked out of your own tribe. The graphics were really nice, nice br bright greens, a lot of brown. Uh, you spend a lot of time in caves and stuff, but it was still really pretty. Like normally, like, I don't know, it had enough detail in the browns, I guess, to, to, to make the brown look good. I, I had no complaints. I thought it looked good. And there's like a, a really nice section in this level. There's a whole bunch of colorful flowers and stuff. Oh, that was an absolutely gorgeous moment right there gameplay in this one you can collect materials and combine them to craft new weapons and armor and stuff i didn't i used it once so it's not much of a mechanic but you can do it you can spend some time i guess going out to collect stuff like that but i i didn't i didn't find that it was necessary to do that at all once you're allowed to hunt you can use your smell to find animals to hunt and get meat and all that shit you can also sniff out other material materials that are around um yeah, so you'll just you'll hit the the sniff button. You'll find like a little cloud. You go up to the cloud, and then it's like a deer or some shit, and you fight the deer, and then you get meat and fur and all that crap. So that's your your main gameplay. The music was good, nice uplifting tunes, lots of drums. I'm a drummer, so you know I'm digging that shit. I just love drums, and it also has some like really nice jazzy kind of guitar tracks going on in there too. Really like that shit, man. I love jazz. I like. I love jazzy sounding music like Persona 5 and stuff. Oh my god, the Persona games and oh, so fucking good. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, your monkey buddy, he throws shit and stuff and he rips dirty farts in combat. So it's just classic good shit. Very charming. All the characters are really goofy and funny. Even like they don't speak any words, but you know, that's part of the charm. Uh, the girl though oh my god she does this like sing healing thing in combat it sounded so fucking annoying dude and i needed to heal a whole bunch of times so she just kept doing it i had to turn the sound off because it was giving me a fucking migraine and then like you're, you're having like a fire all together and the and the monkey <laughs> just rips a huge fucking fire just and it fucking like blows the fire up and it, oh my god if anyone's seen beavis and butthead do america and they're hanging out in the deserts with the fucking like like their older selves basically and the guy's like want to see something really cool and he fucking rips off a massive fart and he fucking sends off a mushroom cloud into the sky because it's just so fucking ridiculous just made me think about that i watched beavis and butthead do america like fuck dude it was i it was one of those like my vhs was like all fucked up because i watched that movie so many goddamn times as a child it's it's insane man i i watched a lot of stuff i shouldn't have watched as a child uh, the final boss, again, looked really cool, but lacked any real challenge, so that's going to start becoming a theme here. This was a really funny, charming story. I really enjoyed this this uh, chapter as well. Um, yeah, a lot of these are, they're all really, they're all good, just some are better than others. I would, yeah, this one was also, I enjoyed this one quite a bit myself. Next up, I decided to go to the present day. Uh, you play as a young warrior looking to become the world's strongest fighter. That, that's it that's it. it's a pretty simple fucking story on this one graphics beautiful 16-bit style looks like a present day like punch out thing 
you fight each opponent in a different arena really like the wrestling ring uh very wwe looking i love that obviously you know i'm a big old wrestling fan if you if you haven't checked out make sure you go over there and swing by and listen to the wrestlecast because maybe if you don't like wrestling it might get you into wrestling you know what i'm saying and the other one that I really liked, uh, the Russian Tulahan also had a really cool like prison yard arena that you fight in. It was really cool. Uh, the gameplay in this one, you fight one of six fighters in like a classic fighting. It just it's like a fighting game. You have like the char- the the you pick the characters in like a classic fucking you know character select screen. It was it was pretty cool. Each fighter has a different style of fighting. You know, one was like an old wrestler dude, a karate guy, you know that kind of shit. And whenever you get hit by an opponent's attack, you get to absorb that technique, which I thought was really, really cool little spot right there. Music was was sweet. Music, uh, very old school, arcadey style. I really enjoyed it as well. That's going to be another theme to this game. Music and graphics are both very, 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 very good. Uh, Max Morgan is a 100% ripoff of Hulk Hogan. I love it, brother. Totally thought that Namkiat person was a woman until I fought him, and then I was like, oh shit, that's a dude, my bad. Final boss was really cool looking, uh, looked just like uh, Dalzim from, from from Street Fighter, holy crap. I absolutely breezed through this chapter, it was really, really easy, the six fighters were no challenge at all, except for the final fight was better, Not it wasn't hard, it just... You know, it wasn't a he wasn't an absolute pushover. Wish they were all like that difficulty, man. I thought the difficulty level should have been higher on this one, but at least the final fight gave me a a, a mild challenge, which was nice. This one I got through in like an hour and a half. It took me no time at all, and this one would I would have to say is my least favorite chapter overall. But I still it was still solid. It wasn't bad or anything. It was just not a big fighting game guy, and this one was just pretty. It was very simple. The story was simple. Uh, the it was just fight pick another guy fight him pick another guy fight him so this one was pretty fucking basic compared to some of the other ones speaking of basic this one is not so basic imperial china so this one you play as an old kung fu master he's looking to pass off all of his legendary techniques and his legacy to a worthy successor your village gets attacked and you must stop the evil clan at the top of the mountain Graphics on this one were absolutely downright gorgeous mountains. You got fucking grassy hills with little villages. Oh, buddy, this this was probably my favorite looking one. I I am a sucker for just Japan and 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 and, and China and all that stuff. I just love. I think it's such a beautiful country. I, I especially China, man. Such a beautiful beautiful place. And this one really captured the beauty of China. I thought they did a great job with it gameplay in this one you're like going around to nearby towns you're looking for three new disciples to join your school and then you got to train them you got like four sessions to train them and you got to choose which one you you like the best basically the music uh, beautiful music in this chapter it went fucking absolutely perfect with the setting um just if you've been to japan or if you just heard japan or uh, chinese music i guess i don't know what the fuck it was just good it went with the went with it really well i really really liked it um, I really enjoyed this story, the the story on this one, and the setting was is my favorite one so far. Like I said, I am a sucker for uh, just, just just anything. There's Chinese man. That's just it looks it always looks so cozy and beautiful and just oh so good. Characters were likable. My favorite was the female disciple. She was an absolute badass. Uh, there was like a fat guy and then kind of a dork, but yeah, I really liked the female disciple. She was cool. Final boss had a good amount of challenge, you know, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, fair challenge, not hard or anything. I don't think anything was all that hard in this game. Only the one thing that I fucked up, that would be like the hard part. And and the first chapter that I did because I wasn't any good at the game yet. Okay, so after I did that one, I, did, I went to the near future. And this one you're playing as a rebellious orphaned youth who has the power to read people's thoughts. It sounds cooler than it actually was, but yeah. He gets involved in a dark conspiracy one day. Uh, there's an evil there is an evil corporation doing bad things, so you and your friends need to bring this giant ass robot back up and running to stop them. Graphics on this one great as always. Uh, really like the look of this chapter. It's really bright, vibrant colors. Got this really nice, cool looking city to explore. Really fun to go around looking around uh, lots of cool locations to visit. 
gameplay in this one. You can read people's minds, like I said. Uh, some have useful information, and others just have some funny stuff to say. Like one of the kids, he's just like, "You trying to read my you you trying to read my mind right now? Like how could you? Shit like that. It's it's pretty good." Go around the orphanage helping out, and you can go out into the town and explore around. There are gang members all around to fight in the town. Um, that's kind of the only thing I didn't like. Like when you're exploring the town, like there's a whole bunch of bad guys around that just get in your way. I'm like, oh, I just want to go look at this grocery store or whatever the fuck. Um, you can you you can have the doctor that's in town. He upgrades your items that you find around the city, but he's like fucking insane, and you never know what he's gonna come up with. Shit like that. The music was really nice. Sweet electric guitars and some jazzy brass. Oh, buddy, yeah, that's some good-ass shit. I fucking love brass. I love big band music, man. I just love music. I absolutely fucking love music so much. Um, there was, like, this awesome opening with a, with a, a song. It was just, like, the opening credits of an anime show. So I, I really like the beginning of this game. You get this, like, fucking sweet turtle robot dude. He's like He looks just like a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. He's pretty fucking cool characters in this one are charming the kids especially at the orphanage were funny love that they are into wrestling they're all fucking huddled around the wrestling and i was like oh god yeah i would totally be down to go live in this orphanage because at least we can watch wrestling the final sequence in this one was sweet going through the city as the steel titan fighting the army final boss fight again looked awesome but easy peasy not enough challenge I won't spoil the ending on this one, but they totally did the thing that happens sometimes, but it didn't bother me. That's all I'm going to say about that. Reading Minds wasn't uh, much of a gameplay gimmick, one of the weakest in the game in my opinion. But it had a couple moments, you know, but I, li I like the characters and the story. One of my favorites overall was the story. Graphics, of course, were great, and I really enjoyed the music, and I just farted. Okay, and after that one, I saved uh, the one that I wanted to play the most for last, and that was the Wild West. I uh, That was the one when I saw that in the gameplay tra trailer. I was like, oh, buddy, yeah, that, that looks incredible. And I was like, okay, I knew I was going to do the Wild West one last because that was the one I wanted to do the most but honestly all of them like really caught my attention I thought all of them it was you know it wasn't easy deciding which one was next I was like oh that one looks so cool my one friend did did it a pretty cool way where he would go like to the to the high like he would go all the way back to the prehistoric and then all the way to the future and then all the way back and so on and so forth until he got to the to his last chapter I was like oh yeah that's a pretty cool way I kind of did that but not not as good as he did it Okay, so the Wild West. This one, you're playing as like a wandering cowboy who rolls into town there, mister. There's a gang of outlaws called the Crazy Bunch who cause trouble for the townsfolk. So you're going to have to put a stop to that there, mister. Graphics, gorgeous. Oh my god, dude. If Red Dead was made into a 16-bit game, this is what it would look like more than likely. I fucking loved the look of this game. Of this campaign and the game, I guess. I like that. Yeah, the look of the game was fucking phenomenal. But this one, mm, fucking gorgeous, dude. Oh, just make Red Dead in 16-bit. Just, just, that would be so good. Gameplay in this one, you need to set up a bunch of traps around the little town before the sun rises and the crazy bunch of rhyme arrive. Time is of the essence. You have a set amount of time before the gang arrives, so... You go into the town, there's a whole bunch of town folk in the in the pub, in the bar, whatever the fuck. And you go around talking to them and you can kind of determine, they'll kind of give you a clue of like how quick or how slow they're going to be able to set up the traps for you. Because you have to go up to them and tell them to set up the traps. But you have to kind of make sure that you're picking the right thing for them to set or they may not be able to get it done in time. I was lucky, you know, I feel like I messed a few things up. It, I appeared to have gotten it all done in time. I don't know if I did it a different way that my results would have been a little bit better, but I, I, I think I got all of it done. Uh, the music in this one, I'm an absolute sucker for the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know that, wah, 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 wah. I mean, it wasn't quite that, but the music was hitting me like that movie was, man. Like, good fucking shit. The whistles, the, you know, it's fucking, it's it was perfect. It's exactly what you would expect out of a fucking cowboy movie or a cowboy fucking video game. It's it's fucking perfect, man. Uh, the character Mad Dog, he's kind of like your rival buddy. I don't really know. He was fucking awesome. I absolutely loved him. He was so freaking good. When the gang shows up in the town, that was a really cool moment. It was like 
it was classic, man. It was just like, oh, fuck, here they come. And everyone's like, we're all hiding away. And like, oh, man, it was good. Seeing all your traps get set off is fucking so satisfying and honestly quite brutal. I didn't like the way that the horses got all hurt and stuff. But uh, some of the traps that you got to set were pretty fucking cool to see go off. I won't spoil what the traps were, but yeah, they were pretty cool. Uh, the ending battle with the rival gang was like actually pretty damn good. The designs were really cool. Uh, one of the shorter stories, but honestly one of my favorites in the game overall. I thought the final boss was pretty good. You're fighting like like the gang. You're just you're going up against a bunch of people. So I felt like it had the right amount of challenge. It wasn't a full-on pushover, but again, it wasn't very hard at all. Okay, so that was the seven stories, but after you complete the seven stories, you unlock an additional story. And this one takes place in the middle ages okay so uh this one's filled with a ton an absolute ton of random encounters man like way too frequent it was literally like every 10 seconds it really hurt the enjoyment of exploring this beautiful chapter because like this one has a good like a good amount of ex exploration there's like I don't know, six or different areas you can go to. is like wintry snow top mountains. There's a forest and a little village and a castle and all that. And the fact that like every 10 seconds I would have to get into a fight really like made me not want to go like, oh, I'd love to go over there and see what's going on, but I'm going to have to fight like 17 times and I don't really want to. And yeah, you can just run away and stuff, but you want to get XP and level up because when you level up, you get new, you unlock new moves and all that shit. You get stronger, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I felt there was just way, way, way too many um, random encounters in this one. And, honestly, random encounters, it's just, like, they don't really fly in, in today's gaming world. Like, that's just a thing that isn't usually, doesn't happen too often. Like, Pokemon got way the hell out of that, and, and a lot of the, all the Final Fantasies are out of that. It's just something that I really fucking hate nowadays. I, it didn't used to bother me all that much, but nowadays, yeah, random encounters piss me off. I'm not going to spoil the story on this one, but I, I really, really liked the story on this one. There was uh, quite the twist. I, I found it quite interesting. I was like, oh, shit, that's what we're going for, eh? Okay, 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 that's pretty key. Um, so, okay, and once you get through that chapter, you uh, you unlock the final, fi final, final, whatever the fuck does that mean, uh, finale. You get the one final chapter is unlocked, and uh, again, no spoilers for this one, of course, but after the Middle Age chapter, a final chapter is unlocked. You get to choose one of the characters that you played through in this game, including the character that you play as in the Middle Ages. So you get to choose one of the eight characters. Um, I chose the cowboy, because, I mean, come on. He's a cowboy. A fucking, a fucking cowboy's rule, man. I mean, go on there, mister. I just love fucking Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption. It's like, hey there, mister. All my buddies, like, when fucking Red Dead 2 came out, everyone at work got it. And, like, we're all talking to, like, Arthur Morgan for, like, three months. And they're like, hi there, mister. How you doing there, mister? It was fucking awesome, dude. I can't wait for Red Dead 3 to come out so we can all start talking like cowboys again at work because... I'm not going to lie, a couple of us, we still talk like cowboys to each other sometimes there, mister. It's pretty cool. Anyway, um, you do uh, the final battle, which I was defeated in mercilessly. This was, um, yeah, I did not I did something wrong, and um, yeah, I, I got my ass absolutely handed to me, uh, and I, I don't know, I pretty much one-shotted me, and I was fucking out of there. I received a bad ending in this game, but I thought it was freaking sweet. Yes, there are, from what I believe, from what I read, there are three endings to this game that you can receive. Uh, my friends who played this, they uh, they both got the good ending. And the third ending, I went out and I read about it because I had to, I wanted to give the game back to my buddy as soon as possible. And I didn't really want to go back and try and get the other th two endings because, well, one was already told to me. And then the, the third one I just read about. So it'd be faster. Uh, but the third one sounds really fucking cool. So... If anyone out there who uh, is currently playing it, and um, I don't really know where I'm going with that because I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, there are three endings to this game, a good, the bad, and I don't know, maybe the really bad, I guess? I don't, I'm don't. i not really sure. I got the, I think I got the really bad ending. <laughs> I think I got the worst one, but I'm not going to say anything. I thought it was fucking dope, though, because they don't usually go in that direction with it, so I, I really liked it. 
Okay, so that was the fucking game. So let's go through my overall thoughts and score. We're going to score this bitch. I like to do it, I don't know, IGN style, I guess, a 1 to 10 scale. If you guys aren't familiar with my uh, with the wrestling uh, WrestleCast, I, 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 I score the wrestling matches over there on a scale of 1 to 10 as well. I don't necessarily know what each number means. Um, maybe one day we'll, I'll, I'll put it on Twitter or something. I don't know. Just follow it as the IGN scale. It's going to be very similar to that. Like 7 is good, 8 is great, 9 is excellent, and 10 is like a fucking masterpiece. Yes, I do 0.5, so it could be 7.5s, 8.5, so on and so forth. Okay. Now that that has been explained, let's go through all of the things. So graphics, obviously, I I enjoyed the graphics very fucking much. They're downright gorgeous. One of the best looking 2.5D games I have ever played. Um, Every chapter had had a unique look. It had lots of colors and lots of atmosphere. Each one, like really nailed the atmosphere and and the setting that they were in. I thought they did a great job. Character animations are great. Special attacks look dope as well. Best part of the game was looking at it, man. I could sit there and just stare at it and just be like, my God. And there's some parts in this game, like just, you know, you could be near a waterfall and the music's just really just going and you got the nice sound of the water and I could just sit there and fucking stare at this game and just chill and like fucking smoke a a weed, smoke a weed or, or, or smoke a beer or whatever and just sit there and relax like, oh, some parts, man, absolutely excellent. Uh, the music, oh my, oh boy, this is this is a close second place, possibly first place. I really like the music, absolutely excellent. Again, each chapter has a different style of music, which suits each environment so good. You got the the cowboy music, you got the the I don't really know what to call it, the Japanese style music. You know what it, you know. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, there was jazzy music, there's guitars, drums. They had a whole variety of music, uh, epic themes and calming tunes to go along with very good sound effects as well. The battle theme was the battle themes were intense and got my heart pumping. So not the best battle theme of all time. You know, it's not Final Fantasy VII, it's not Chrono Trigger, but it did its job. Damn it, battle music's always good. The overall story, considering each campaign was roughly, I'd say about two hours. Some, some were shorter. You know, I took my time with it. I was, I like to look around and see if there were any secrets and stuff. So I'd say average about two hours per campaign. Uh, I feel they did a good job with the limited time to develop the characters in each story. Some characters stood out more than others, no doubt. I really liked Mad Dog, and I really enjoyed the characters in the distant future as well. I thought they were all really cool. The storyline in each campaign were interesting. Distant Future by far had my favorite story overall. Uh, it was just so different. I just I didn't like I didn't know much of what I was getting myself into with this game, other than that it was an RPG, and. Um, that one did not play at all like an RPG. There was no fighting, like I said. It was more all about the story and, un- and unraveling the mystery that is going on around it. Uh, that one seems to be a fan favorite so far, and yeah, I can see why. It was really, really freaking cute. Once you unlock the hidden campaigns, the story got very cool. Uh, at least for me, I'm you know I'm not big on stories, but I I, I like uh, I like the way that they did it. I was a fan of the ending. I thought it was good. At least the ending I received. I received the bad one, and I thought it was I. I'm going to say it was the bad, bad one, and I thought it was really key, and I read about and saw one of the other ones, and I thought it was all really good. Gameplay uh, is probably the weakest area for this game, in my opinion. Uh, I like the grid-based system. That's great. Everything works well in it. Uh, it's, it's pretty basic. Uh, but I found the combat was like way too easy, and it lacked the strategy that most grid-based RPGs usually have. Um, mostly, I was just like... All I would do, I was just spamming my strongest attacks over and over again. I rarely, I was rarely having to use my brain to get through any of the battles, which was disappointing because I, I wanted, I love strategy as well. And usually when it comes to like, I got really excited when it was grid based because I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like this is going to be like kind of a strategy RPG. And I fucking love that. I thought it was going to be kind of like Fire Emblem and which it is. It plays kind of similar to Fire Emblem, but just like way less challenge and I thought like Fire Emblem was pretty freaking easy itself and this one's even easier so I mean it's a great place to start if you're new to RPGs Uh, this is a good spot to start but for me I've been playing RPGs all my life and I was looking for a challenge Uh, I just didn't receive that found um uh sorry 
uh, most of the boss fights looked absolutely awesome. They were for the most part uh, pushovers, though. I was uh, a little disappointed that most, pretty much all the final bosses were just really, really easy over before you know it. Like two or three big attacks and it was over. Rarely had to heal anybody up. Not too often. Uh, you would get healing items. I rarely would have to use them. You get uh, like items that can hurt the enemies i just never found them all that useful or like i would always just have stronger attacks that i could just use so i would just go with them for the most part uh the last fight fucked me up though in one hit and i was absolutely toast so i felt like the difficulty balancing was a little bit of an issue um i don't know if anyone else has ha had uh that much difficulty with the um with the samurai story the first one that i played i found that one like really difficult i was get i died a lot in that one and again i don't know if i'm chalking that one up to just because that was you know me just learning the basics and learning understanding the game or if that one was actually hard so if you guys had a hard time with uh, the samurai one i would like to know and uh, maybe it was just because i picked that one first and that's maybe not one you you should play first um my one buddy, not the one who let me borrow it, but another one at my at my work that I work with, uh, he said that the samurai one was the one that he hated the most. He said he absolutely fucking hated that one. I was like, oh snap, really? I wouldn't like hate is a strong is a strong. I I said that I still I liked it. I thought I I liked it, but um, yeah, definitely not one of the best ones. And most of the gameplay gimmicks, like each story kind of had a different little gimmick going on to it. Like the one where you can read the minds. I thought it was cool. It was just kind of annoying because like, I don't know, there's, you can read every single mind and there's a lot of people in that chapter. So I was reading a lot of minds and a lot of it was just kind of like, whatever. But I thought, I thought the powers were pretty cool for the most part, but that fucking the ninja hiding thing, like what the hell was that? Like that, it just did not work at all. Like the, like if someone saw you, you put up your little thing, but then they would just stand there and they wouldn't go away. And then you put it down and they would just attack you anyway. So that's why I was just like, fuck that. I'm not going to bother with this, with the stealth stuff because everyone's just going to catch me anyway. And then I'm just getting fucked up because I don't have enough experience. So I'm like, I'm just going to fuck them up and then, and then I'll get experience and then fuck them up super good. And that's exactly what I did. So I saw no reasoning at all to try and use the, the hiding thing. I just thought it was fucking pointless. The combat is satisfying. Don't get me wrong, but like, it would have been a lot more satisfying if there was more strategy to it, a bit more challenge, because the game gives you those, like that option that there could be a lot of opportunity and potential to use a lot of strategy, like you know, lighting up uh, the ground on fire, and and if that had more effect, like for the most part, it was I never would use it because you would always end up lighting yourself on fire. That's the only way that you can use it, from what I can tell, because whenever you would use it, it would have to go around you. So I just never, I found that one also quite pointless. I liked the fact that you can, that the attacks had different uh, ranges and different ways that it would attack. Like some of them are really fucking wild. Like some would just be like one or two random squares of like, you're like, what the hell is that? And like some of them would be, uh, there was just a lot of variety to it. And for the most part, it didn't add all that much strategy to it. Like I said, I would usually just go for the strongest attack, which usually had a good range on it, a good amount of opportunity to attack in a whole bunch of different areas. I just, I just felt there was a ton of opportunity for this game to be, to have a lot more challenge to it. And it would have been a lot more fun with the combat for, for the most part, I felt the combat was just kind of there to be there so that it's an RPG. It just found it very, very basic, very simple. Uh, Maybe this one shouldn't have been in a grid base. I don't really know. Uh, for the most part, I just felt like it lacked the strategy that most grid-based uh, RPGs would have. So that's what I have to say about that. Now, one of the, the probably the most important part of a video game is its fun factor. So how was the fun factor in this game? I mean, though the gameplay is lacking in areas, it's still a really fun game. Just the combat is on the back burner for the most part it's not that they forgot about it or it's bad or anything it's just a little bit basic and i i don't know maybe it's just because i've played so many rpgs you guys can let me know if you thought that the challenge was fair or balanced i found it too easy for my liking but it didn't hurt the game i just would have enjoyed it more if there was a little bit more challenge 
The story, characters, and setting are the star for me in this game. I was excited to experience each new story and meet the new characters. I mean, whenever I finished a chapter, I was just fucking really excited to get back, to go back into another chapter. Uh, the fact that there were only like two, two and a half hours long, there, it was very easy to uh, intake this game in, in small doses because of the way that it's designed. You can sit there in one sitting, crack out uh, a campaign, come back a little later in the day, crack out another campaign. It was really good. The game took me around 20 hours to beat, roughly, and uh, I don't have much reason to return to it other than to see the two other endings, but like I said, I already looked them up, so didn't seem like there was much reason to go through the whole game again, but you, I mean, you can't save before and all that shit, but yeah, it didn't bother. Gameplay for me isn't fun enough to encourage me to come back and play through it all again, especially now that I know all the endings and I know all the story to it. There really isn't much... For me to go back to uh there isn't much that you can do differently in the campaigns either uh that would have enough of a significance like you can do the ninja story and try not to kill anybody but uh, there i don't know if there's even like anything you get out of that other than the fact that you know it'd be like oh you killed zero people i thought it was better when it's like oh you killed 25 people what a fucking psychopath i was like yeah it's way better uh but yeah that's no fun not killing people so yeah uh, the fun factor was good though, you know. It's 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 just the replayability on it isn't very high. I say like you're it's it's not a game that I would say go out and and buy it full price because I don't feel like there's enough bang for the buck on a full price. If you see it for fifty five, you know twenty five percent off something like that, half price for sure, absolutely go get it. If you have a buddy like I do who is willing to let you borrow it, absolutely that would be a great way to experience this game. It's definitely worth playing for sure. I enjoyed my time with Live Alive. I would recommend it to RPG fans, especially new RPG fans, because I found it pretty basic and simple. Uh, without a doubt, definitely worth, uh, worth a play, but I would not pay full price for this game. Now, that just might be me, because I'm a cheap son of a bitch, and I don't like paying full price for anything that won't give me at least, like, 100 hours of, like, really good gameplay that I know I'm going to love, so... Yeah, not enough meat on the bone for me to justify a full price buy on this one. Uh, but still one of the better games I've played on my Switch so far. I'm giving this game a 7.5 out of 10. This is a very, very good game. Not great, not a masterpiece, anything like that. Uh, the future looks bright for this style of remake. I hope they go ahead and I, it seems that this game has performed very well. The reception and everyone seems to like it a lot. I, I believe they are doing a remake in the style for Sudoken, Suiken, or whatever, 1 and 2. I do not know a single thing about those two games, but if they're releasing it in a, in a remake style in this, in this fashion, I, I am definitely interested, very interested. But dude, can you imagine if they released a game like a fucking Final Fantasy package 1 to 6? Or like one to three and then three to six, two packages of, of these of of the classic Final Fantasy games. And you fucking upgrade them with these kind of graphics, give it a little tweak here and there, yada yada, and then you would have the most incredible way to experience the the old school before it went 3D uh, Final Fantasy games. And I would absolutely adore that. Because right now there's not there's tons of ways to play those games, but like, dude, I would love it so much. Like, it's not available on my Switch. I don't have a way to play Final Fantasy 1 through 6 on my Switch. And if they remade Final Fantasy 1 through 6 in the Live Alive remake style, dude, I would cream. I would give, I would throw all the money. That would be a day one purchase for me because I am dying to play through those old Final Fantasy games. I have three Final Fantasy 3 or 6, whatever you want, on my 3DS, but um, I don't know. It's just not very... I don't like playing it on my 3DS. The, the screen's too small for it, and uh, yeah. And another one that I would absolutely adore to be remade in this style would be, like, Chrono Trigger and, like, Chrono... Um, or, like, no, just Chrono Trigger. I can't say... I don't think I, you could do Chrono Cross because that was a 3D game, but... Yeah, dude, uh, the the window is wide open. Like, there's an endless amount of Super Nintendo RPGs that you can remake in this style, and people would go fucking banana for it. The fact that this one did so good, and it was a game that was never released over here, is is quite impressive. Um, I I didn't actually look back to see. I, I saw the cover art and stuff of the old game, but I didn't watch the gameplay. But my buddy said that yeah, it looked pretty bad 
Uh, didn't look very good back then, and I don't really know much about that game and how it was received in Japan back then when it came out. But I know that this game has been received quite well. At least people are really enjoying it. I think it's sitting at like an 80, 81 on Metacritic, which I feel is a good, good fair spot for it. I didn't like it that as much as maybe other people did. Like I said, it might be just because this was a little basic of an RPG, but I still had a great time with it. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't too long. It definitely is on a shorter end for an RPG, right? Like 20 hours for an RPG, that's pretty short. But um, I'm a big fan of of multiple stories, multiple little bite-sized pieces in an in a ultimately bigger uh, pie puzzle. I don't know, bigger picture. I don't know. And that's like the cool thing about this game. It actually does uh, tie in uh, slightly all the stories together at the end. So that's a cool little spot, little tidbit there for you. So it does actually all connect a little bit there in the end. Uh, maybe they could have done a better job on it, but the fact that they were able to pull it all in together was really cool. And um, yeah, I think that's all I got to say about Live Alive. I recommend that you play it, but I would wait uh, and not pay full price on it because like I said, there's I don't think there's enough meat on the bone to justify a full purchase. Roughly 20 hour game. I don't find that there's a lot of replayability into it. There's not like any major decision decisions that you can sit there and branch off into a different style. Like I said, you can, there's three different endings, but you can just save right before the end and then you can experience all three of them if you'd like. It's, you could do that. So there's no reason to have to go through the whole game all over again. The only one that I would maybe go through again is the cowboy one, just to see now that I know that like which ones I should have put them on, and like maybe I'd try it just to see what would happen if like we fucked all the traps up and like what would we all die or something? Like I don't know. That would probably be pretty interesting. Uh, other than that, man, I don't think there's much more to say about Live Alive. It is one of the most beautiful games I have played on my Switch so far. Music was incredible. Highly, I would recommend... I, hold on. Hold up. Rewind that. I'm not going to highly recommend you get this game, but I recommend you check this game out if you're an RPG fan for sure, especially if you're a fan of those old school RPGs and the and the 2D style. Very, very good. And, of course, if you guys have played it, let me know. What did you think about it? Do you think my review is fair? A 7.5 out of 10 is still a very, very good game. There's nothing wrong with a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, it's mostly just because it was. there's just not enough replayability. And if it just cranked, maybe if they crank up that difficulty, yeah, I, I could have been easily an 8, 8.5 for me. Um, big fan. I enjoyed it. Thank you, my friend Billy, for allowing me to borrow this game from you. I appreciate that very much so because otherwise I more than likely wouldn't have experienced this game for a while because, yeah, it was definitely on my radar, but not for full price. No way, no how. Uh, again, if you guys have played it, go down and check out the description. There is a link to my Twitter page. You can drop comments over there if you enjoyed this game or if you didn't like it. Tell me which one, what you didn't like about the game. Tell me what you loved about the game. And especially let me know which one of your, which uh, story or campaign was your favorite one. I am going with the, I believe I was going to go with the, in, the, 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 China, the China one. Uh, I don't know, man. There were there, like the, the three that I really liked was the the distant future with the the robot and the the mystery. The cowboy one was really fun, and I did really like the imperial China one. I know my buddy Billy said he didn't like that one too much because it was quite long, and that one was the longest chapter. That one took me roughly three three and a half hours. But like I said, I really enjoyed the story on that one. I thought the characters were really fun. And uh, yeah, I just love the setting and the music on that one as well. So I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So thank you everybody for listening. Uh, again, we are here on Mondays now from from this date going forth. Unless you know, if you if you wanted, if you have a suggestion, I think I don't think we're gonna make it that much better. And you know, we got you got Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. I think that's pretty darn good nice nice spread you know what i'm saying so again make sure you go down and check out the links down in the description below you can go check out my youtube channel like i said i'm playing disco elysium over there and we're getting near the end of that one so i will be looking for suggestions for a new 
let's play to do just make sure that it's a playstation game because that's all i can really record on right now preferably ps4 or a ps5 game that would be great if you have any suggestions you could send an email hit me up on twitter or go to youtube and just put in a game uh, there's a couple that i've been thinking about doing if any of these ones sound interesting to you let me know i was thinking about doing an uncharted 3 because i have an uncharted 2 let's play on my youtube channel and a uncharted 1 youtube uh, let's play on my buddy's channel, which I think there's a link at my YouTube channel to that channel So yeah, I've done one and two of Uncharted So I think it's only fair that I do three and then probably four in the future and maybe even Lost Legacy because I feel like that's one of the most Well, definitely the most underrated one in that franchise. That is a phenomenal little game right there So I'd be willing to do any of those. I also have the Dark Anthology series uh, Man of Medan, House of Ashes and little hope or something I, I would do any of those three games i would do walking dead any of those story based games telltale games i'd be down to do any of those because i feel like those are just fun to do for let's plays uh resident evil one remake uh the i got that one on ps3 so the resident evil one remake i have resident evil three uh, remake as well. I have never played Resident Evil 3, so that would be fun. We are getting very, very close to October, so more than likely we'll be doing a Resident Evil in October anyway, so just don't know which one yet. I also haven't completed uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, what is it? The Not Leon's campaign, but the other campaign. I haven't finished that one yet, so I can also do a Let's Play of it. And what's another one I was looking at to do? I don't know. We'll go with that. Those those ones right now. That's a that's a good amount. Um, yeah. So October, we're definitely going to be doing another scary game. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, hit me up down in uh, whatever wherever the fuck. Okay. Just uh, awesome. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are fantastic. Sorry that it's Monday. If you are listening to this on Monday, uh, fuck, dude. Don't worry about it. This podcast will get you through it. Sorry it's only like an hour and a half or hour and five minutes, but at least it's the best hour and five minutes of your day. Am I right? All right, y'all. Take it easy, and I'll see you on Wednesday with the Hockey Cast. Peace.